I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for listening to the best of Cavino and Rich podcast. Be sure to catch us live every day from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Cavino and Rich at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Mojo. I don't got any mojo. Oh. Bundle and save, progressive.com. Chill. Boats uh, and hoes. Yeah, that's... I have... I used to have some of those, but I've never had the Can boats. Can you insure your hose? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, S- gardening tools. Yes, yes, yes. Zion that's Williamson. Williamson. That's what I meant. Oh, boy. Now, uh, let's give some shout-outs and welcome Danny G, super hey. producer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got Ramos. Home. Hey, Ramos. Hola. Always great to see Ramos. Ramos, seeing you. My favorite time of the day. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank and you. And, of course, Monsi Bolaño. Hey. What's your day like when you see me? Oh, I, it's you know always a delight. Thanks. <laughs> makes me smile. Your fun times. Your good oh, times. No, it's like hi, the people Monsi. in the car that, here that, that we're on, we're like, oh. It's like that. Uh, oh. I, I enjoy seeing Monsi. Hey, Ramos, I wouldn't leave you behind if I went to the U.S. Open. I appreciate that. <laughs> you know what, Ramos? There's always the 124th U.S. <laughs> Open that you can get to. <laughs> yeah, but I don't uh, think that one's here. I think it's someplace else, well, right? Well, then you're out of luck. So you got to wait another 123. <laughs> yeah, <hours>. sorry. <laughs> oh, well. No. Shucks. Hey, uh, you know, we're going to get to a lot of stuff. I do want to... There's a, a fun conversation to get to that we might as well jump right into. Uh, who would you jump like? Like, um, like, Jokic, like Jokic getting his 25th rebound? Like... Uh, uh, Greg Luganis off the diving board uh, in the like, Olympics like back Diamond in the day. Like Diamond Dave. He, do, he did jump around. Like, like House of Pain? Like Dominique Wilkins. Oh. Like Michael Jordan from the free throw line. Like the Pointer Sisters, man. Like you on a trampoline in the 90s. Yeah. yeah. So, Carl Anthony Town said something that I want to jump off of. I don't really care to talk about him right now, but Ramos, if you could play the clip about Carl Anthony Towns saying that like he's going to be remembered for changing the game? I feel like when my time's up and my and I retire and I put the shoes up, I feel like there's going to be people who are going to say, you know, that I changed the game. And I'm going to be very appreciative of that. I'm gonna say Everything's up for stipulation. And you know what I like to say is that no matter when, think, when this is all over, that there's going to be kids coming up saying that 
they're going to be able to play a different way because I played an NBA and did it a different way. God bless him. I mean, listen, I don't want to put him down. He's way more talented than 99.9% of people out there. Uh, I like his positive thinking, but I'll be honest. I I don't think Carl Anthony Towns, game changer. Well, I I mean, he's not done yet. Monty just gave me a look like cuckoo. Cuckoo bananas. Nobody's ever going to say that he changed the game. I mean, Absolutely. not as of now, that's for sure. No, let's is, let's what? be fair about that. Not as of now. If something happens with this game in the future where we could look back and say, oh, that was pretty awesome, maybe. But, yeah, no. Change let's just be real. Change the game? No, <laughs> no, no, no. He's, he's a huge success. Yeah, he's like uh, Jackie the, Robinson. <laughs> now, well, <laughs> like, in the grand scheme of things, I'm glad you said that, Rich. In the grand scheme of things, he made it, right? He's living the dream. He's doing big things. So... We can only speculate so so much, but when you say something like that, and there seems to be no evidence of that yet, you know it doesn't. It does seem cuckoo bananas, as you said. Monty, but all the best bananas. All the best in making that happen with the rest of your career. Of course, listen. The guy makes tens of millions of dollars a year. He's living the dream, like you said. God bless him. Cuckoo bananas. Probably a great guy. But let's be real. I mean, cuckoo bananas, Monty. Right. Cool this isn't bananas. about like, oh, he's a great basketball player, like you said. That's but that's not what we're talking about. You didn't change the game. Nobody's gonna say that. Come on. Well, funny you should ask Bolaños and Danny G <laughs> Ramos. Let's get the phones going at eight seven seven nine nine on Fox. I ask you, who did change the game? And I don't want to get all sports nerdy. I'm not talking necessarily even on the field. I'm talking off the field as well. So let's get into it. CNR on FSR. I changed the game, the dating game. As soon as instant messenger became a thing, I was like, ASL, let's go. Yeah, bling, bling, bling. I was hitting people up, like, yo, hanging tonight? I was in a everybody. Yo, want to come by? Bing, 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 bing. MySpace came out. I was like, yo, you want to be in my top eight? Boom. I was changing the game from the get-go. I don't think anyone gives you credit, though. Yeah, no one gives me credit. I I, I created that. You sound like Carl Anthony Towns right now. Hey, baby, bananas. you want to get into a free Yankees game? I, uh, yeah. yeah. Could I, could I start? I'm going to raise my hand like a good student. Pick me. Pick. Rich. Rich. Oh, okay, thank you, Dan. What, what did you have to say? Um, so, this is a random one, and I think you're going to say, oh, damn, you might be right, Dickie. Kavino, I'm going to your New York Yankees. Okay. Did you say York? Your New York. New York Yankees. We wonder, why do pitchers go five innings, and what's with the lame pitch counts, and where does this all begin? And it may go beyond this back further, but you know what I always think, Danny G, on the East Coast? There was a time and place where everyone thought the next huge star in the world of baseball was Jabba Chamberlain. Uh, oh, he had the Jabba rules. And they had the Jabba rules because yeah. he was like coming off of injury or he was a rookie or whatever the case may be. I just remember, oh, the Jabba rules, 100 pitches, five innings, and they pampered this dude. Mm-hmm. And I almost feel like that just opened the floods, uh, the floodgates for every other team and pitching coach yeah. to say, oh, maybe that's the right idea. You know, the, the name didn't stick. They don't call it the Jabba rules, but that was, for me, the start of like, well, yeah, why are we babying this this guy so much? And it's so it's so common right. now, Denny, where an ace will go five or six innings and you're like, oh, you got a quality start. That was not the case when we were younger. Starters, even if they had a bad outing, would go like seven. You look at box scores in the 80s or 90s, it was like, uh, he went seven and two-thirds. Yeah, gave up five runs, 140 pitches. Like, now... Jabba Chamberlain, I will give slight credit to because the pampering of him by Yankees brass changed it all. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't have to be a good change. Did they change the game? Yeah. I I'll, think I'll give you did. one outside of sports. She celebrates a birthday today. 
Courtney Cox. I love you. I love her too. You're so hot on that show. Do you remember what that's from? Nope. South Park. Uh, <laughs> Courtney Cox celebrates a birthday today. Friends changed the game because they all went into contract negotiations together. Yep. That's, and they're like, that's right. Hey, yep. we're all getting paid the same or we're out. Mm-hmm. They got a million bucks each, each. An episode. So that is what you would call you changed the game. I was waiting it's like how radio right? people all stick together. Yeah. You know, can we know? I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Laugh all. Yeah, that's a good one because most people don't. Kavino and I have had the friends arrangements for the last twenty years. We make this. We'll, we are the same contract. Yeah. Because otherwise, wait. One of you is not fifty-one percent. No. 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 Interesting. Wow. Even no. though I think I should be. No. <laughs> the answer is no. Look at this. He's got. You forfeited that one percent to be first. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's a good one, Rich. The friends one. Look at you. I'm like, why are you bringing up Courtney Cox into this conversation? That was a good one. I mean, without friends, they were still. Imagine all of them. Uh, Matt LeBlanc and Schwimmer and all. They would all be negotiating separately, and it would have got messy. So game changers, sports or entertainment. Carl Anthony Town style eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. But let's get some real answers going. You know, sports or entertainment doesn't have to be for the positive either. But they were game changers. Let us know. I think I have the number one answer on the board. We celebrate them every Tuesday here on the Cavino and Rich Show on Fox Sports Radio. With our Iron Mike trivia. Oh, I thought you were going to say Neil deGrasse Tyson. No, 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 no. Iron Mike became the youngest heavyweight champion of the world. So he changed a fight game. But you know what else? He changed our, our lifestyle. Because when pay-per-view became a thing, it was Mike Tyson, and we all got together. We ordered pizza. We had parties. We had a whole night, a whole fight night party culture, courtesy of Mike Tyson, the game changer, because all eyes were on that dude. That is... A fantastic example. And you look back at what are pay-per-views costing now and the progression of pay-per-views. Well, I have a whole uh, update on that in well, a few minutes. Back in the day, it was like 19 bucks, 20 30 bucks. When Tyson was the big ticket guy, when he was, you know, the biggest, greatest, most feared fighter in the world, his pay-per-views started to become $49.99. 50 bucks at the time was a lot of money. And you're right. People would get together like, yo, let's chip in. I'll get pizza. You order the fight. So I think Tyson revolutionized how we watch and absorb pay-per-views. Speaking of consuming media, you could argue that Netflix changed the way you watch TV shows. The idea of releasing an entire season at once so you could just binge it. Mm-hmm. The idea of binging programming yeah. Game changer. came from a, yeah. a, like a streaming service. And it's when people really start started cutting their cable right. bill yeah. out. Dude, and they you ain't kidding. Their own, they started creating their own content. Yeah, a la carte. A la yeah. carte and now we've gone the other way, so everything costs more than it did yes. when we were had cable. Yeah, but that, that's game. a great one spot because you really do think about how we every week... Yo, did you watch The Sopranos Sunday night? Did you watch well, that's this? That's another game changer, Sopranos, and how uh, mm-hmm. Sunday night TV, weekend TV, HBO, dramas. dramas, yeah. So it, it's it's Cable a great dramas. goal, great life goal, and, and great mindset to have to approach anything, whatever it is you do, and say to yourself, yo, we're going to be the game changers. So the fact that Carl Anthony Towns is saying that, it's all positive, but it does sound a little off at the moment. Or as Mike Tyson would say, <laughs> self-aggrandizing. The little yeah. self-aggrandizing. <laughs> well, he's telling the future because we haven't seen it yet. But one NBA player that did change the game, and I've been uh, contributing a few hours each morning at a sports summer camp, and we've been playing basketball with the oh, kids. These oh. are elementary school Look at you, Danny. age oh, kids. If you're Look talking you. 
current day kids. I know exactly who you're going to bring up. Yeah. So the other morning, I'm out there on the court. It's five on five. Got little kids, tall, skinny kids, and they're all wearing their Jordans and their and their basketball shorts, and they're out there ready to ball. They keep pulling up at half court and chucking up these shots. They're not uh, passing the ball. Yeah. <laughs> they're around the. Th- they're just standing at the three point line, and I'm like, pass the ball. And what did I hear as one kid shot half court? What did he say? Curry. Curry. <laughs> Curry. Yeah. Steph Game Curry changer. changed everything. Curry did you want to change the game. Absolutely. You 100%. Want to, you, want to, you want to witness it? Just go to any playground anywhere. Yeah. Kids are all chucking up half-court, three-point, you know, ill-advised shots. You know, Monty, you know, you're a little younger than us, but in the like late 80s, early 90s, every kid had a – someone in the neighborhood bought the adjustable rim because oh, yeah. it used to be all about right. the slam dunk. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone thought they could slam dunk. And if you couldn't, hey, just adjust the rim. Rich Give me an eight-foot hoop. Rich uses the little tykes one to do it. I do yeah, still yeah, yeah, yeah. to this day. <laughs> um, let me let me throw a couple uh, more out there. People and things that change the game. And let's get the phones going. The phones are hot. So yeah, you let's don't get give up all the answers. Why are you taking all the good answers? No, there's so many good answers. But I got one. You talked about MySpace before you mentioned MySpace. What Dane Cook did for comedy using social media to get his name out there is what Matt Reif is doing now on TikTok and Instagram using social media to elevate yourself so I think Dane Cook will always look be looked at as the guy that used social media to his advantage yeah that was his story that was his story uh winning fans over one by one courtesy of MySpace at the time and instant messenger well, like I mentioned before if you want to go old school with music could you argue that while it was illegal and it's since changed napster was the first to say i think people want to stream their music lars was not a fan of it no <laughs> but Metallica, not but i'm saying the concept the concept your movie uh getting your music and and your movies mm. i was getting some movies not any pg ones but i was getting some movies <laughs> on those yeah. streaming sites um yeah that was a game changer man for sure and i'll give one more like i said they don't have to be good I mean, it depends how you look at it, but Floyd Mayweather Jr. changed the game. I mean, he changed over time. He went from Pretty Boy Floyd to the money team, to Money Mayweather, because it became a business. He changed a fight game into a business to the point where it became about staying undefeated. He created this illusion that if you had a loss then you are sort of not valuable anymore in, in fighting. I don't know. I, I I like your Floyd answer, but boxing was great before and after Floyd. Yeah, but the O never mattered as much until okay. people saw how he marketed that and how he made his money. So it wasn't about getting that, that must-see fight for years. It was about can he maintain his O and go undefeated. So Floyd Mayweather, another game changer, and again, a defensive sort of genius. It doesn't have to be positive. Let's hear your let's hear your person. Let's hear your story. All right, let's go to Chris. You're on in Philly, Kavino on Rich. Carl Anthony Towns says he's changed the game. Who has actually changed yeah, the game? He didn't say he changed. He said he hopes that when we look yeah. back. Okay. Yeah. So don't don't let him off the hook, by the way. Um two things and what you said about Matt Rice, um, and not to bring up politics, but Obama did the same thing with social media. That's how yeah, he got elected. No, he did, man, for sure. But, but that's not what I was going to say. But so that's just one. But so there was this there was this guy. He was like seven foot one, had this beautiful left-handed uh, set shot. 
played zero defense, really couldn't put him in the pick and roll, couldn't do anything, but he shot this beautiful ball. It was in the 90s. His name was Sam Perkins. That's Carl Anthony Towns. Please, get over yourself, dude. That's all I got. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Mason, you're out of Washington State. Kavino and Rich, who changed the game? Hey, what's up, guys? You guys almost stole my thunder with Mike Tyson, but as long as I can remember, there were never any preliminary fights on on pay per view on the pay per view uh, fight nights. And so, because Mike Tyson knocking guys out in one minute, two minutes, everybody was pissed off. And from then on, they started putting preliminary fights on pay per view so that people wouldn't get upset for spending a hundred dollars to see a guy go down in like sixty seconds. Yeah, that's a great point. Round. Yeah, they added the pre card as part of the pay per view because Iron Mike was like, "Hey, you're gonna spend forty nine ninety nine in the nineties." In 80s. On a, on a fight that didn't go past the first round. That's yeah. a good one. I that like is that. a really good Yo, one. Yo, let me give one uh, another Yankee one. You could say this has happened before, but when Giancarlo Stanton got hit in the face, he came back with that extended face guard, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I feel like that has caught on where people that never even got hit I now wear my, that I, I give my childhood friend Barry the credit because he broke his jaw in Little League, and we had to wear those stupid masks. <laughs> so yeah. like Barry or Giancarlo? No, 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 it was my buddy Barry. Yeah, he right. broke his jaw. I remember that. They just Wait. tweeted at us a good one. How about Napster changing the music industry? Then LimeWire. This true. was James yeah. who tweeted at Aries, all of us. Aries was another one. Yeah. That was, that, that's that, a good one. Like, like I said, you would get a lot of like smutty content courtesy of those websites and viruses and viruses viruses. yeah 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 my uh, computer had syphilis (laughs) whoa is that curable is his his, uh, do you call do you call your penis your computer (laughs) (laughs) computer. oh oh you can okay sorry um how about this we're talking about guaranteed money in sports i mean i know it's recent but deshaun watson's deal sort of made every other quarterback think that i could just ask for a ton of guaranteed money. That sort of changed the dynamic of quarterback contracts over the last year or so, right? the the expectations, expectations for sure. There's no question about it. <laughs> By the way, I never watched this. I watched the one on Telemundo, Amigos. You ever watch that one? It was really good. <laughs> so dumb. Cavino and Rich. Okay. What, they got $100 for an episode? Live, yeah, they got uh, 100 now pesos. 100 pesos. Yes. Live from the mean streets of LA, live no. from the barrio. They got Cavino, $500 Rich. in art lessons. In art lessons. <laughs> Just like Bob. We got Ramos and Danny G, yeah. all your Fox Sports Radio friends. Oh, yeah. And Monsi. Oh, hey, Monsi. Hi, Monsi. She's Hi. got your update Monsi. in a few minutes. We're talking about game changers, and Rich brought up a really good one. Friends. And what they did Best show uh, of all time. for TV. Really? Best show of all time? My favorite show of all time. Really? Really? Wow. All time. All time. Interesting. You know what Kavino says every time we talk about friends? We'll make a reference like, I don't know, we're moving a couch, and of course someone's like, pivot! Pivot! Yes! Every time we say something <laughs> about friends, Kavino's like, in the 90s, while you nerds were watching that, I was out getting booty. I'm like, all right, hot shot. Well, what That's I his answer for- Not my friends. Yeah, not my friends. Not my friends. Maybe your friends. Who, Corny Ross? <laughs> but when Monty says it, I, I make exceptions. Because okay. <laughs> right, I like Monty. All right. Yeah. You know, again, phones we're are hot. So I know the phones yeah. are hot and I appreciate it, but we're talking about game changers because Carl Anthony Towns said he'd like to be remembered as someone who changed a game, which is great. So would I. Uh, but you got to prove it. You got to do it, right? It's a great goal to have. He's not there yet. So we're not dumping on him, but who are the guys in life, sports, entertainment? Uh, I mean, there's so many other answers I'd put before him at this moment. So I don't want to be mean no, about it. I'm not it. trying to sound mean. Right. It just, you know, he's not a game changer. But, I mean, he's still a baller and he's still doing his thing. So props. But I have a few answers. You didn't like Barry Bonds. But I think anytime 
You beat the babe who was a game changer. Put the emphasis on the home run ball. Changed the game. I think you got to acknowledge, even if it's steroid-related, Barry Bonds. But here's some other answers, Rich, I think you might like better, okay? Nirvana. Game changers. Right? Mm -hmm. It's generational. It's always generational. You can say the Beatles or whatever. But when Nirvana came around, it was like later uh, hair metal bands. Later, yeah, Elvis, of course. But they're all in the same company. Elvis, Beatles, You're you're naming Legend Spot, but I feel... Nirvana changed music for like the next decade. Yeah, like Nirvana did something. Yeah, Game I get it. Elvis, Beatles, right? has been others, but Nirvana took a world where we were. You're right into like a different type of rock and hip hop, and then it was like, yo, this grunge rock. But like they introduced a whole new like genre in a way. Uh, I'm gonna give you a bunch of nuggets to think about when we go to the phone. Oh, oh uh, Jokic, who else? No, uh, one of my one of my oh, favorites. Nug- oh, no, another nugget. When Absolutely, it's the, with my Sylvester, Wendy's spicy. Sylvester Stallone. Action star. He became the action star. Before that, it was like westerns and John Wayne and westerns and even still on the credit, huh? It is still like on. A, he, he was the action star like of the eighties, or they like a, a Steven Seagal. I'm not saying he was the first to do it. He was the game changer, or a short Stallone was the game changer. Um, again, not the first to do it. He just passed away. Rest in peace. Game changer, Jerry Springer. Game changer. Yes. He, there was a lot of guys that did smutty TV, trash TV during the daytime. He was the guy that changed right, the game. Well, you know, if we're going to, we're on sports talk radio, right? Yep. We're on, we're doing radio. You got to give credit to a guy we worked with for years at SXM, Howard Stern, but in the world of sports, Mike and the Mad Dog. Game changer. In New York yeah. City. There was a 30 for 30 on how you got to think we don't remember because we were either not born or babies, but the idea of like two guys. Goofing around and debating and busting chops and all that. Mike and the Mad Dog, before that, it was just guys sort of delivering the sports news. Right. And then later down the line, at least for me, was two ESPN shows, the original Dan Patrick show when he was on ESPN radio, and then Mike and Mike. Hearing those two fun radio sports shows made me want to do this. Yeah, changed the game. And I got uh, two more before we go to the phones. You may think, man, what Dave Chappelle is doing now for comedy, he's not even telling jokes anymore. That's a game changer, but George Carlin was doing that. Eddie, Mur- uh, not Eddie Murphy, uh, Richard Pryor, they were doing that years before Chappelle. So but who Sha- do you give credit to? Car- Chappelle, I give uh, Carlin? Carlin. But Chappelle would be a current day answer because he is changing that game. Like, comedy doesn't have to be punchline after punchline. You know, you can go up there and do your thing. And if you want to tie it back to sports one more time, since you don't like Barry Bonds, how about another San Francisco giant? Buster Posey was a game changer. Not necessarily for anything good. But it sort of changed <laughs> collisions for the rest of our life yeah. as a sports The fan. idea of a home play collision. You know, Spot doesn't even realize he was at the game. He was just my uh, – Spot was my plus one when the Mets played the Dodgers in the playoffs. When Chase Utley, oh, I don't know, yeah, broke yeah, Ruben Tejada yeah. in half. <laughs> the Utley – you know, the Utley rule, right? Essentially how you yes. have to slide into second base. Bunch of sports crybabies. Bunch of sports crybabies is right. This? But it changed the game. So all of the people we just mentioned, they could say, yo, I changed the game. And that's where uh, we're at. So Ooh, can, I, can I shout out one of my 49ers? When I was a little boy, when I was just a little boy. Would you back me up if I said Roger Craig as far as a dominant running back who caught a ton of passes out of the backfield? Like the idea of like the versatile back that was also catching screen passes and all that. He revolutionized that position. I think it's great because you're on a platform now where you could give some credit where people may overlook it sometimes. You know, because how about the running quarterback? Who who's the game changer there? Randall Cunningham, Steve Young. Uh, I don't know. It's a good question. Who who do you who who do you deserves the credit? Because it changed the game. 
Let's go to your phone calls. Let's start with William in Minnesota. William, what's up, buddy? Hey, hey, guys. What's up, man? Who is your game changer? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, Randy Moss. He, when he got when he came in, he, um, no one was ready for it, and he, he he had such great impact that his name is now a verb. So Randy Moss. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Jerry Rice was doing big things. I mean, Randy Moss is a, a yeah, legend. You didn't get Rice. You got mossed. Yeah, I, that's true. You did get mossed. But that's a good one. I, I'll, I'll give him that. You did get mossed. You know what got Riced? My phone when it fell in the toilet. Yeah. You had to put that in Rice. You had to put that in Rice. <laughs> yeah, that got Rice. Uh, Boise Bob is on the show. Hey, Boise Bob. Fellas, Monty, I hope you're having a great Thursday. What's up, man? She's, hanging, get- out. She's hanging out with us. How can it get any better? I'll oh, give a smile on her face. <laughs> oh, she just lit I up. I just never get, you know, everyone's always like, hey, guys. I never get a hey, guys in Monty. You know ah, what I'm saying? So oh, that's why I smile. Thank you. Hi. Oh, Monty. <laughs> I got I got two for you. Because you slaughtered my sports picks, or my baseball picks anyway, while I was on hold. I'll give you two. Number one, Peyton Manning. First time we ever saw an offensive coordinator at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, pretty cool. When he's, when he's calling audibles, like, yeah, we had never seen, like, you know, like Phil Simms wasn't doing that in 86, you know, like Montana wasn't even doing that. And the second one I got for you is Pamela Anderson, the author, the original leaked tape. Oh, that is true. Yeah. Celebrity, yeah, before before Paris Hilton, before Kim Kardashian, Kim Kardashian yep. there was the Tommy Lee yeah, and Pam she, tape. She sort of created a new blueprint, I guess. Rich, um... He said slaughtered. I thought of Sergeant Slaughter. That's where my mindset went. And I'm thinking, well, you just gave credit to the Iron Sheik recently when he passed. For being a great villain to Hulk. For I mean, being a game changer. I mean, I think that it's Hulk Hogan. Of course it is. If yeah. you're going to name one person. Yeah. But you credited, credited that moment. Yeah. The moment. Yeah. That, that moment like, was huge. Like the top five of the 80s. Didn't you say that? I, I, and I stand by that. Uh, Logan and Cincy, you're on with Kavino and Rich. Game changing moments and people. On, guys? What's up, man? Hey. Uh, I got two for you because one of them got stolen. But uh, Derek Jeter and his across-the-body throw from the shortstop position back to first base. Yeah, that, honestly, people have mimicked that since. Sort of like how people mimic like a Kobe or Jordan type of jump it's shot. It's a signature move that for sure. In the whole, you know, like jump throw from the 5-6 hole. Mm-hmm. Agreed. It's a good one. The other one is Michael Vick. Before Vic came into play, nobody there wasn't that that fast, you know, quarterback, that running quarterback. And now you got Lamar and all these other guys that are stepping up and doing it. I think you got to give it to Randall Cunningham. Yeah, I was just going to say. You got to give it to Gun- But Vic, I think, was the first time an offensive coordinator was like, let's roll with it. Mm-hmm. I think they were always very like, oh, well, well yeah, Cunningham but, can't do that all the time. That's well, a, it's you a had debate, Steve though. Young. Yeah. It's a debate. You yeah. can have the first to do it. That doesn't mean yeah. you're the game changer, right? Right. Because so. a lot of people would go all the way back to Tarkenton. Yeah. That as the, yeah, the first running quarterback. I can't respect a man named Fran. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> Monsi, want to give us an update? <laughs> hey, Fran. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'd be like, I can't call you that. Uh, Fran? What's, what's the nickname here? What's the nickname? Hey, Tark. Right. Franz. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. What do you get when you combine a three-time manager of the year and a three-time national sports writer of the year? It's the Book of Joe podcast. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions, playoff games, and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Listen to the Book 
Broken Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you a minute to down that two-liter. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app. Then, pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code CRSHOW, CRSHOW. New customers could play 5 bucks, get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code CRSHOW, CRSHOW, only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Man, I don't know how we're going to fit it all in. Well, don't overpromise. Don't overpromise. We're going to get to all your phone calls at 877-99 on Fox. You could also play along at home at Covino and Rich. There's a lot of people still calling up about game changers. But it's old school when 50 hits. We throw it back on Thursdays. And because it's Neil Patrick Harris's 50th, and again, he was Doogie Hauser, we go over some of your favorite childhood stars, your favorite child stars. And well, I got one that ties into both conversations. I don't think anyone's going to say it. hear all about it. not only was he a child star, but he was a game changer. That answer is Ron Howard. Game changer. Because not many people went from child star to superstar the way he did. Ron Howard, good one. Now, he's not, back number, up. he's not the number one answer. And I'm not even going to give the number one answer. I want to get to all your feedback first. 
Don't forget he went on to be a superstar movie producer. That's what I mean. He yeah. went from child star, he went from little Opie, Andy yeah. Griffith style, to Richard to Cunningham. Starring, yes, on screen. Uh, Happy Days, to being a blockbuster film creator. Triple threat. Yeah, so he's a game changer. Who comes to mind immediately for you, Dickie Doodle Davis? Child stars, if you ask me. I mean, when you say child stars, I'm definitely going to say Sam on... No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> on different strokes. The little redheaded kid. No. Um, I'm going to say uh, best child star. <laughs> That's when that show went to H-E double hockey sticks. You're right. I'm going to say... I'm, I'm thinking hard because I want to give you just the right answer. I'm going to say Alfonso Ribeiro. I mean, a he's good a one. great child I mean, he, one. to this day, who doesn't love Carlton? In fact, I just say he was on a list to tie it into sports. He was on a list of the best, today's the U.S. Open, right? The best celebrity golfers. He's wow, in the top really? five, they say. Him, wow. him Timberlake. But not even his What's about Timberlake? On? What about Justin Timberlake? Uh, Mickey yeah, Mouse Club turned superstar. Yeah. There you go. like everybody knows him from Mickey Mouse Club. But yeah, I mean, he did it. He uh, was a child star. I just hit you with a double doozy. No, I, I like just your, gave. I just gave you Carlton and JT. I really like your Alfonso Ribeiro, not only from Silver Spoons. Like he was the coolest kid going. He was dancing with Michael Jackson. He was break. He was the tap dance kid, break dancing in all his videos and everything. He was a cool kid, and then he got that nerdy reputation because of well, his most famous role as Carlton. Alfonso Ribeiro's been doing it a long time. It's a good answer. Uh, but again. While I say Ribeiro, I know you have a couple on your list. I got the number one. So yeah, I'm I mean, a, I'm just going to sit here and, and relish in it. The, the birthday boy is definitely top three, Neil Patrick Harris. I mean, Doogie Howser turned, you know, into he's Barney a, Stinson. He's a swell fella for sure. Okay. Talented, too. Anyone want to throw anyone else? Yeah, well, there? I have one that we can't have this topic without bringing out our very own from FSR, Ben Maller's producer, Justin Cooper. <laughs> Better known as Maximilian from yeah. the movie Liar Liar. I still yeah. feel like you're lying to I me. I can't even no. believe that. No, he's not. You mean the kid that's like, the claw. And, and, yeah, and the claw's coming at you. What's crazy about it is Rich is the stepdad who says, <laughs> the claw, Maximilian. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Rich. Like, also the guy from Saw. He's also, I think, the same guy from Saw 1. Yes, right? yes, yeah. Yeah. He was the guy in the original Saw. Oh, that's God. Rich Davis. <laughs> um, anyone else that, you know, is there an answer? Is there a number one, like, for you? Well, g- give us your number one because someone's going to steal it if you keep is it fishing. Just, is oh. it just TV? Can we do movies? Is that is that okay? You can do movies, yeah. Why? Is there someone that comes to mind? Well, for like you? Uh, Drew Barrymore. Oh yes, yeah, she's like a legendary one. E.T. Sure. Yeah, little kid with her she little. She was so uh, little, she thought E.T. was real. She did. That's, That's the crazy story. side story. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she thought it was real. That's how little she was. I mean, Look at her now. Answer, so it's on a talk show. You could you could debate this all day, but I know in my heart of hearts that no. the number one answer. Oh, no. I know it is. Macaulay Culkin. No. Oh, he's a good he's a good answer. I know. Shirley Temple. <laughs> oh, you know what? If you ask my mom, she's Shirley that. Temple's the number one answer, Steven. She's okay, without mom. question. By far the number one How star. How could you even say anyone else? No, that's uh, Rich's number one answer for favorite co- favorite cocktail. <laughs> Charlie Temple, please. Can I have a Roy Rogers? I'm like, Rich, there's no alcohol uh, Rich's in that. favorite wedding cocktail yeah. is Shirley Temple. <laughs> <laughs> um, which, by the way, are delicious. They are. The number one answer, Just and you're going to debate it, is Gary Coleman. You know, no. What you talking about, Cavino? Yeah, yeah. Gary Coleman was the best because he had me laughing. He was so funny and ahead of the game. Gary Coleman, number one child star oh. because you know what? He never really was anything else but that. I know he had a, a good life as a security guard and everything.
everything. And I know he was disgruntled because he didn't want to say what you're talking about, Willis. But sure. Gary Coleman as a child star, I mean, he was so fan- – dude, he was on TV guy all the time. He was the best. I love Different Strokes. He was the guy, Gary Coleman. He was so good. And I, by the way, that's who I was thinking of, Gary Coleman as well. See, I he just was such a child yeah. star. Uh, but, but that's why they Webster came out after that because yeah, they, right, they found yeah. somebody else who was small. Yeah. And, you know what it was, you know, Ramos? When you think back in, in TV history and, and also with like food and products – if something was successful, they're like, all right, well, we need something like it. Adam Samley, Munsters. There was Go always bots. a. Go Bots, Transformers. There was always a, well, that's successful. Let's try to duplicate it. Uh, do you remember, uh, of course, Stay by the Bell was like, California Dreams. <laughs> yeah. There was always. Dreams. Always the broke version. Yeah. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Webster was yeah. the broke version. He man. was. Webster was the broke version of Gary Coleman. No question. There was just show. something about him. He made me laugh so much as a kid. And if you don't already love Gary Coleman. Yeah. Oh, is man. Big Mike that runs this place still here? He oh. doesn't run this place. No, oh, I heard he does. Uh, Big Mike who runs this place. If Mike is here, please come to the studio, Mike. Mike, <laughs> I don't know if he wants to share the story, but he has a Gary Coleman story. I don't yes. know if it's private or not. Yeah, but, I'm yeah. pretty sure it was told in confidence. But that's okay. Uh, but who's listening? Who cares? Come on. Only millions of people. Um, are we missing any? Like, I think I know big- Rich's favorite. The kid from Jerry Maguire that had the big head. <laughs> I thought that was Rich. <laughs> that kid with the big head from Jerry Maguire, he ended up being ripped yeah, as he's an like adult. Jacked. You ever see like they're like, where is he now? And he's like a bodybuilder. Yeah. He's got a Pinsky, big head, though. right? Last yeah, was Jonathan. Uh, no, Lip Nicky. Jonathan Lip Nicky. Okay. And speaking of all chalked up, how about Punky Brewster? We saw her in that documentary uh, later in life. Yeah. yeah, Soleil Moonfry. Don't mind if I do. But look, there's a ton of child stars. Who comes to mind? Who was in that? Doogie Hauser, Neil Patrick Harris conversation being that it's his birthday. 877-99 on Fox. I mean, he's always been really cool with us. Uh, our pal Mark Paul Gossler. Zach Morris. I mean, you could say chi- he was a teen star. Does that mm-hmm. count? Because nah, Saved by the Bell. Counts. No, you no, don't think it counts? Er- early Saved by the Bell? Early, early. Yeah, he I mean, was a kid. Yeah, he was a kid, man. Early. Yeah. With, uh, oh, what was the teacher's name? Miss Bliss. Miss Bliss. Good morning, Miss Bliss. <laughs> yes. Those were, er- they were kids in that. Yeah. Now you can't keep the Brady kids out of this conversation. Who's your favorite? Lisa, Lisa Turtle was my first, was first my crush favorite. that wasn't a white girl. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Lisa Turtle? Hey, yeah. <laughs> uh, Tootie was fun. mine. Uh, if anyone's keeping score at home. It's been fun. Um, Danny G, who'd you say? Marsha. Oh, Marsha Brady. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha Brady. I, was, I loved Alice. I had a crush on Alice. I, I, was, I was into the older, older women. You wanted to grow up and be a butcher? I always envied Stan the Butcher. <laughs> Who are, we, are we missing anyone before we move I on? Mean, I mean, not for, for you, you Alice, guys, I'll give you extra. Hillary Duff for my Can generation. Can I tell you? Hillary. She's got that stuff. Hillary Duff got that stuff. I watched yeah. How I Met Your Father. Right. Oh, yeah. She. Oh, yeah. Just because she is on that show as Sophie, that show, not to be mean, I watch every week because I loved How I Met Your Mother. Right. It's not great, but she is hot. She seems likable. <laughs> I remember one time Spot and I were sitting in traffic. No joke, Spot, probably what, two blocks from the studio here? Oh, it was actually at this intersection. Yeah, it was at the intersection. We were coming down. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I think it was like a Mercedes truck pulls up next to us. And all of a sudden, Spot, I'm like, it's Hillary Duff. And we, I actually, at the top of I'm like, is that Hillary Duff? And I go, Spot, shut up. I swear she heard me. And we tried so hard not to, like, look at her. We're like, yo, she looks so good. Hillary Duff is a great one. She was Lizzie McGuire, Lizzie McGuire, exactly, exactly. I mean, a little, uh, your generation also, Monsi. Ariana Grande was a kid star. Yeah, I did. She was Nickelodeon, I think. Selena Gomez? I didn't do a lot. Selena Gomez more, but I didn't do a lot of Nickelodeon. But yes, both of those are. Child stars. Disney Channel stars. Well, since, I love uh, Disney Channel. You know what else is making me laugh? No one's going to say it, Loved so I'll just it. say it. 
you won't even know him by name, but Bryce Beckman was a child star that made me laugh as a kid. Bryce he who? was Wesley on Mr. Belvedere. Oh God. Wesley with Bob Uecker. Yeah. But I used to think he was funny. Wesley, you twit. Yeah, exactly. I liked him. He was a little like a, like a little rascal who are filled with child stars. Alfalfa, one of your favorites, Rich. Oh. Well, since Big Mike didn't come in here and he's probably on his way home, I'll just say this. I'll just say that Big Mike, <laughs> let's just say he has a story where Gary Coleman, let's just say, blocked him with a woman. Yes, yes. Gave him all the the all story up. goes like this. Mike was, uh, he ended up at <laughs> someone's apartment. And she's like, you mind if I call my friend over? My friend Gary? I've heard this story, yeah. And, and he thought, like, Mike, Mike probably thought he was going to get some booty. Yeah. And all of a sudden rolls in. Yeah. Her friend Gary is Gary Coleman. <laughs> and, and, and he wouldn't leave. And Gary Coleman wouldn't leave because they started playing Scrabble the whole night. Yeah. And I know there's a whole long story to go uh, along with it, but Gary Coleman, uh, Gary Coleman was playing him. Scrabble and totally <laughs> ruined the whole night when, of course, Mike thought he was going to get some action. I can't believe Gary Coleman blocked me. Yeah, exactly. So, true story. Let's go to your phones. 877-99 on Fox. Uh, let's go to The Brain in Texas. What's up, The Brain? The Brain. What's up? I got one. Yeah. That y'all totally forgot. Y'all missed it. What's that? What about... Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yo! Oh, yeah. Growing Yo, pains. Leo, before he was uh, on yachts with 20-year-olds, he was a teenager on Jeez. Growing Pains. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yachts with 20-year-olds. Yeah, he was the kid they took in. The Seaver family took him in. Yeah. He uh, he basically said, yeah, Jeremy Miller, yeah. I'm the likable child star on this show now. Yeah. Sorry, uh, sorry, Ben. Sorry, right. Ben Seaver. And that's why he takes in child stars. Oh, oh, stop it. Stop it. Of age, of course, Spot. Of age, of course. Of age. 20 Josh, can I tie it into sports before we go to Josh? <laughs> yeah. Let me tie it into sports real quick. He's part of the Yankee <laughs> lore, part of the Yankee history. Little Jeffrey Mayer is what they called him. Now he's like old-ass Jeffrey Mayer. But he's the kid that pulled in that home run yeah. during that Yankees run back in 96 against the Orioles. Oh, it, you know what? If that you want to if you want to talk about child stars in sports, two funny stories come to mind. Well, not stories, but we always see those cute pictures of Patrick Mahomes like shagging fly balls as a little boy when his dad Patrick was on the Mets. Mm-hmm. And I always thought this story was great. If you don't know it, it's of uh it's of classic baseball lure. Why did Ken Griffey Jr. never even entertain the idea of going to the Yankees? Danny Ramos, do you guys know this story? Why did Ken Griffey Jr. never even entertain the idea of putting on the pinstripes? They made him look chunky. Good guess, but no. When he was a kid and his dad was a Yankee, Steinbrenner and all the Yankees brass were not nice to him and wouldn't let him like hang in the clubhouse uh, or by his dad on the field. So he said, if I ever make it to the big leagues, I'll never be a Yankee. Dude, they were too strict. Yeah. Oh, I got another one. Uh, speaking of the Yankees, Rudy Giuliani's kid. Child star, remember that? Oh, remember, remember Chris Farley played him in all those SNL yes. bits? <laughs> Jeez. All right, uh, Josh, you're on in South Dakota. Kavino and Rich, what's up, Josh? Uh, Fred Savage is my child star. What a great he answer. Was great. Yeah. He was great. You know what? There was a show. He's one of those exceptions, too, because he had a lot of success. There was a show that I love that I might be the only one. It was with Rob Lowe. And Fred Savage called the Grinder, not not the uh, not the app. <laughs> it was a show called the Grinder, and it was so good. Were they lawyers? And it, yeah, they were lawyers, okay. and, it, and it got canceled. And yo, Fred Savage is super fun. That's a good answer. He was good in the Austin Powers movies too. Moly, he was, moly, 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 he was exceptionally good in the Wonder Years. I remember as a kid loving that. What would you do? Yeah. All right, uh, you know what? Let's go to Tony in Michigan. Tony, Tom, what's up? 
Hey, I got one. Uh, Dakota Fanning. Oh. Yeah, Dakota Fanning was a, yeah. a youngster, huh? She had a, good, a lot of good roles, too. Mm-hmm. I feel like she still looks like a child. Any of those Harry Potter people grow up to anything? Uh, I mean, Emma Stone, Emma Stone? Watson. Watson, yeah. sorry. Uh, well, I... They all went on to do other projects. Yeah. I mean, uh, Daniel Radcliffe would be probably be the most popular, but Emma Watson went like she got like all activist. Well, you know, when we no, start... she, she was Belle in Beauty and the Beast. Oh, that too. Oh, damn, that's right. That was <laughs> yeah, a big one. which was a terrible that. choice. Not, I like her, but no, no, don't give me a Hermione to be don't Belle. Just, don't start. Rich, you your know? favorite show growing up, Elf. How yeah. come none of the kids on that show became yeah, famous? I don't know. Little Brian or uh, the what is it? Leb, what was the daughter's name? I, I remember the neighbors. See, the you Ocmon- can't even name the It's because uh, it's it's not wasn't about easy them. to get yeah. past that image. Yeah. That's why you see so many of these kids taking these weird roles yeah, to sort it's of difficult shake it off. Yeah, um, and always age gracefully. Is yeah, that your, is that like, your daily Taylor Swift? Them? That's my daily yeah, Taylor shake Swift. It off. No, no, no. <laughs> but there was a kid. Like, I'll give you another example. No one's gonna remember it, so I figure I don't want to take the answers away. But I used to like the Bernie Mac show. And the son oh, on that yeah. show was so funny. Yes. That little kid, and I just looked up his name. Hold on. It was uh, Jeremy Suarez or something like that. But the little kid with the glasses, he was so funny. But it's just so hard for casting people to see past that sometimes. So once, you're, once you outgrow your cuteness, they don't want to do it, have anything to do with you. There's a kid. You know what? I'll, I'll wrap it with this. When we start fishing for answers, answers, that means it's time to move on. I have one more <laughs> because it's a relevant show now. Does anyone watch? It's a great background show. I don't know if it's one of those like appointment watching, but I like Abbott Elementary. Abbott Elementary is a really fun, it easy, is good. easy, quick show. You watch it too, Ramos? Yeah, yeah I, I, know, I know where you're going with this already. The kid that was Chris on Everybody Hates Chris back in the day, the mm-hmm. little kid, yep. he's one of the teachers. That's correct. Uh, his name is Tyler James Williams. And I, when I first watched Abbott Elementary, I'm like, he looks familiar. Wait a minute. That's familiar. from Everybody Hates Chris. So, yeah. So, child stars... A lot of times, it's it's tough to recover, and you see, unfortunately, stories, not to be a downer, but you see stories like Amanda Bynes and some people that, you know, it's, it's a rough road. Lindsay, Britney, Britney Spears, Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, Didn't a, happen to Coop. He landed at Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, that's that's the, that's the message here. You could, be the, you could be the claw kid and uh, become a sports producer. See? Look at that. You be Jose Canseco. I'll be Hideo Nomo. That was his line, right? Yeah. That's all, awesome. all he wanted was baseball stuff. I can't believe uh, what a little head of hair that kid had. He still had hair here. He yeah, works. I saw. I did a Sunday shift from four to eleven, and I was walking out to my car, and I went, "What's up, Justin?" He goes, "What's up, Ramos?" And then we just kept going. <laughs> he doesn't wow. have that pumpkin you... pie haircut still, does he? No. Uh, okay. Ramos yeah. walked past a celebrity. Oh, well, you know what? We we <laughs> never see him because we're here. He's a great guy. He's very no. He's yeah, cool. He's very cool. That's awesome. You could hear him tonight, eleven p.m. on the West Coast. What is that? Three a.m. till three. Yeah. It's four hours. Yeah. yeah. Does he still make like birthday wishes, like in the movie? Like I wish Stop my dad it. won't lie. <laughs> I'm scared to ask him any question about liar liar because I don't know how he. The color react. of the pen I hold in my <laughs> hand. Come on, it's probably the cool. I mean, I'm sure he's a great guy, but that's the coolest fact about him. If I if right. I was the kid in liar liar, that would be but, the coolest thing in my life. But if that's all you're ever asked, it might. You know. That's why Gary Coleman didn't want to do the whole "What you talking about, Willis?" Yeah. When right? I meet this yeah. guy, I'm giving him the claw. I, I dare you. Please, please record it as he punches you. you. Yeah, I dare you. I, I dare you. I double dog dare yeah. He also was Dennis the Menace, the second uh, version. It went. I think it went straight to VHS tape, he oh, would joke. That's amazing. But yeah, he was Dennis that. the Menace. That's way cooler stuff than we did when we were little kids. Absolutely. So, yeah, good for him. And I, I do a double dog dare out there just to give props to Peter Billingsley. 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 Yeah. Billingsley. Child stars. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The one Swing and a high drive, hit deep right field, Bowers back, it is off the wall, Escobar racing around third, taking the turn, the cutoff throw from right center field is not in time, Escobar slides in safely, Nimmo at third base with a game winning RBI triple, 4-3, Mets, yeah, a game that could very well have saved Buck Walter. I don't know. Uh, that is your progressive play of the day. That was from the Mets Radio Network. My dude, Brandon Nimmo, who made a base running blunder earlier in the game, so he sort of redeemed himself. And they kept reiterating that. Did you see on the, what was it, on ESPN? They kept reiterating over and over, like, well, he made up for the blunder. Made up, like, Dude, the guy just had a walk-off. Let him take in the moment. He hit one off the wall. Michael Jackson style. Your boy uh, and I gave up on the play. Yeah. Your boy, uh, who was the right fielder? I wasn't feeling it at all. Bowers? Bowers gave up on the play, but Escobar's bad base running almost gave the Yankees a chance to throw him out. So they split the Subway Series. But more importantly, uh, that means that Cavino's buying everyone pizza tomorrow. Pizza! 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 Yeah! I was so mad because, again, I'm a Yankees fan, Rich, a Mets fan, and loser. 
buys pizza. Yeah. So everybody wins I on like my behalf. That. Yeah. All right. Monty, and, I'm Monty, thinking some round it? table. Oh, you're not here? I'm oh. not here. Oh, you're missing out. I'll take bacon you're cuckoo and bananas. Pineapple. You don't Thanks. show up. <laughs> no, I'm cuckoo bananas. I wasn't chalked up about the Yanks yesterday, but I am chalked up about this fight. Yeah, Errol Spence Jr., Terrence Crawford, before you give me your thought about the pay-per-view, who do you think is a favorite? Because they're both undefeated. You Crawford. said this is the fight. I mean, I don't know. I, I always root against Bud Crawford, not because I don't like him. It's just I'm usually rooting for the underdog, and he proves me wrong every time. So why would I go against him this time? Well, as of right now. I mean, we're, what, weeks away, month away or so? Well, Errol Spence is the bigger guy, but I think Terrence Crawford's the favorite. Before I give you the odds, do they have common opponents? Like, if you, went, if you looked at their fight history? It doesn't matter. Styles make fights. I know Styles make fights. That's a good point. As of right now, Terrence Crawford, only a very slight favorite. Minus 120. It's that close. And it's an even money bet for, Craw- for Spence Jr. at plus 100. So, for the non-gambler... Terrence Crawford, you bet 120 to win 100 for Errol Spence Jr. You bet 100, you win 100. Like, we're talking, I, I you know, I keep my ear to the gambling side of things more than, more than you do by far. Most fights, even when there's a clear favorite, I've never seen it this close. Oh, that's why this is going to be such a big fight. Is that why it's 84.99? Now, I'll give you my take on this in one second, but speaking of boxing, this was just announced. Tiafimo Lopez just informed the WBO that he's vacating his newly won junior welterweight so title. So he's really retiring. He, he's saying, yeah, man, he lived his dream. He's done. I think he's doing it for the money and to get that big money fight. But he, they're saying we got to respect his wishes if he doesn't want the 140 title. Um, anyway, that's the fight that just happened this past weekend. Well, keep in mind, if he vacates a title, it, he knows he's the champion. Yeah, so but if he waits so for much more money, money to be made no, there no. with with Ryan Garcia, Shakur Stevenson, Tank Davis, Devin Haney, if he gets that Devin Haney fight or a Garcia fight, you know how much money's turning no, down. No, I agree. But what I'm saying is, by vacating the title, if it's not about ego and he's like, I don't care about the title, I know I want it. This is strategic. Still prize fighting. They, Tank strategery. Davis. Tank Davis Garcia had 1.2 million subs- uh, buys. Yeah. So he would get a lot, mm. but. The pay-per-view for Errol Spence Crawford is eighty-four ninety-nine, and it's just crazy to see how prices are skyrocketing for things like this. If you want the casual boxing fan to tune in to two guys they might not even know that well, a- like 80, I'm a fight fan, bucks I'm pumped. But like eighty-five bucks, inflation is real. And then when you mix inflation with shrinkflation, the consumer is really losing out big time. Yeah. I, you know, you notice this with even little things like portion sizes have gone down and you, prices have gone up. Fast food restaurants aren't even cheap anymore. You go to McDonald's, it's like a, a large fries, like five bucks. Yeah. You I remember when the value meal would be like two ninety nine for a burger, fries, and a soda? Five dollar footlongs at Subway, yeah. a six inch is twelve bucks now. <laughs> I mean, it's un- unbelievable. So and they're smaller for yeah. some reason. So again, inflation, shrinkflation, but. I agree with you, Kavino. While it is the fight of maybe the decade. That's what they're saying. I know. I, I believe you when you say yeah. it. I just could tell you right now. You ask 100 people on the streets, I don't know if they know either people. And either person. spend 85 bucks on right. that. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Until then, arrivederci, baby. We will see you in the promised land. Have a good night, everyone. Goodbye. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts nfl total access the podcast is getting you ready for the 2024 nfl draft I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.